This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast where we, this is the part where my co-host Eugene Cordero would say, uh, I'm Eugene Cordero, and I would say, I'm me, Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own experience and a little bit of bro science, so please keep in mind that we're not and have never once to this day claimed to be doctors. We're just a couple of dumbbells who love ourselves some fitness and want to help you with yours, and the help can start right now. What's up, Bell Babies? This is Big Rye back on the horn, flying solo again. Uh, Eugene's still uh, having a horrible time in Fiji, uh, making money and furthering his career. And, uh, you know, Big Stanger's on the same routine over here in LA, man. <laughs> I got a wonderful guest today. He's a lovely, lovely, lovely guy. Uh, John Gabris is in the weight room again. John- what if I never spoke and just let you keep going about like, and then rise over here in LA, making a Hollywood scene. And I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah, all right, bro. Let's see this meltdown. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could probably go like another 12 minutes. And like my, <laughs> my voice would start to crack and then- yeah, and I'd start like doing the weird scanning where you can't pull words anymore. Um, yeah, so for uh, there might be some people that are are checking back in to hear Gabris and uh, have listened to the show before. To bring you guys up to speed, Eugene is shooting a TV show out in Fiji, so we're doing uh, episodes apart from each other. Mom and dad are divorced right now. Yeah, I love how you guys explain it every week, like <laughs> as if someone's like, I can't listen to this fucking thing. It usually is the two of them. I, well, it's just me feeling self conscious right, that I'm right. not, yeah. I don't have Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice, charming security blanket to have. Uh, but yeah, so, a, you know, after May sometime, we'll resume back to normal episodes. But look for a couple from Eugene out in Fiji. He's doing stuff with Will Hines over there friend of the show, friend of ours, Will Hines. But Gabrus, uh, so we got you back. So last time we talked, you were quite doing- Quite a while ago. It was yeah. quite a while ago. And so you were doing some strongman lifts. Yeah, uh, I was doing five by fives or three by fives, yeah. Right, so you were you were training heavy and kind of lifting for performance. And then just given our conversations since then, you've made a little bit of a shift. What What's going on now? I had a few big backslides, like a couple month long backslides. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm back at it for the last couple of months, and I've been doing uh, higher rep, lower weight training, but still all compound movements, still the big four with some accessory work and some cardio. But I'm mostly doing uh, like short, shorter rest periods, sets of ten to twelve, and way lower weights, and which just, is like humbling in a way, but. It is uh, working. I'm not super sore, so I'm able to. Because a part of the thing is what's going on is I'm. I intend to run a half marathon in November. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you got a half marathon in November coming up. Yeah. So and you like wanna- getting my squat up to 405 for a half marathon does is like <laughs> you're being a slave to two masters at that point if you're trying to do that. Yeah, and so you and you also like you're at this stage where you had to like assess like what your goals were and you just really wanted to get your body weight down. Yeah, right? I wanted to be. I want to be leaner. Leaner. Yeah. Yeah, and it's. I think it's like a like aesthetic thing a health thing a surviving the marathon thing and then also i think part of it is career yeah i just like 
fat guy stuff is like I, I could lose 40 pounds and still be the fat guy right. <laughs> you know what I mean in Hollywood yeah so like might not just be like a little healthier and you know maybe even Chris Pratt myself you know if I Fuck, catch, yeah. if I catch I mean, some he, momentum he was kind of in between and then right. like he just it wasn't a, like a bridge too far for him to become a leading man right exactly and it's not like I'm crushing the sidekick game so maybe leading man is <laughs> is the place where my bread is buttered <laughs> uh while they're still putting white straight males in the leads <laughs> and then populating uh, all the diverse hires around them. <laughs> like every movie is still like, we're, we're a totally diverse movie. Of course, the people on the poster are a white man and a white woman. And then all their friends are Asian and Latinx. You're know, like, know. okay. Ridiculous. We're doing our part, people. You know, it's just like, all right, it's John Hamm and Beirut. Uh, <laughs> how's the old Hammy going to save Beirut? Uh, yeah. Thanks for the equal voices, everybody. Uh, so yeah, I think that's that's that, that weird thing where I, I even thought about that too at a certain point where I was like, I can kind of hide behind, oh, I just want to get strong. But really, I had to like look at myself and say, no, nah, that's not my only goal anymore. It's just yeah. getting strong. Because it kind of, it's a green light to maybe eat a little bit more than you should. And, you know. You right, know. yeah. And it's like, you, uh, you can sort of be like, yeah, look, I'm like limping up the stairs, but I just fucking... 315 for a set of eight or whatever yeah you know? yeah and you're like look the back of a moving truck bro yeah. and it, it also i've always you know i've fluctuated weight wise and uh, and muscle uh wise and strength wise and i'm curious about maybe leaning out first yeah to try that you know where did you feel like you felt your best um i felt like i i felt my best in two different points uh when I was doing a lot of uh, CrossFit, uh, but oh, okay, but uh, is that in New York? Yeah, in New York. But the CrossFit, CrossFit, shout out to CrossFit South Brooklyn, still the best gym I've ever been to. I actually Eugene uh, came and trained there one time when he was visiting Brooklyn from LA. Okay, um, and uh, it's what, my favorite gym. They programmed intelligently, and which ah. is what I miss. Can't find that in CrossFit out here. Everything out here is like burners, Metcons. People want to take their shirts off and do uh, 95 pound power snatches for time, you know? And it's like my gym was, uh, CrossFit South Brooklyn was like a strength component and then a Metcon component. It was like three sets of five for squat, five pounds heavier than you did last week's squat. Okay. But then also a kettlebell burpee jump rope complex or something like that with. Um, intelligent warm ups, you know, dynamic range of motion stuff and uh like light conditioning to you weren't if you were a novice or not as in shape as like the the small percentage of people that could do that yeah. stuff, you you're not gonna get hurt. No, exactly. It was like it was a true uh, a, a beautiful microcosm of Brooklyn, you know what I mean? Where it's like <laughs> there were some hard charging athletes, but there was also people who love cold brew, you know. And there was like <laughs> a lot of like hipsters, and then also because it was like the area of Brooklyn it was in, it was like people of all different ethnicities and stuff, and it was just like a, a good vibe. But it, mostly the programming I've never found, and the only in the immortal words of Steven Seagal, <laughs> it was a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> yes, from are you talking about the film Glimmer Man? Yeah, I'm talking about chance? Glimmer Man. <laughs> <laughs> You see a glimmer, and then he's gone. <laughs> You're dead, he's gone. Come on in, the water's nice. <laughs> Come on in, the water's fine. Uh, so that was when I, one time when I felt great physically, and I was like able to bang out pull-ups and stuff like that. So what was your weight? Like, was that- I was probably like 240, you 240. Know? That feels like a good weight for yeah. you. Yeah. And then later on, the next time I felt really good physically- 
I was probably like 275, but I was, that's when I competed in my first powerlifting meet. Oh, cool. But like, and I think the, was that when you were younger? No, I was like 28. Oh, it was after CrossFit. That was after CrossFit. It was oh. at the same gym. I stayed at the gym, but I transitioned to just doing uh, the uh, the big lifts. The big lifts. Oh, yeah. cool. Because I was like, I CrossFit was getting to me and it was annoying and I kept like getting hurt and I yeah. kept like high rep deadlifts would be like my undoing. I have like a posterior chain, uh, which I've been working on with my, I do RDLs and my dumbbells and a lot of good mornings and stuff, but I have a weaker posterior chain. I'm quad dominant. Uh and yes. I have a belly, so I get pulled forward like a bow a lot. You know? So weak glutes and hamstrings. We, uh, that, yeah, weak glutes, would, hamstrings, and lower back. Yeah. yeah, and then the back would get compromised when you're doing a lot of volume on those deadlifts. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's you do something with for a lot of volume, and then the form starts to break down when you get tired. Right. And if it's like one of those lifts that compromises your back, it's it's like a yeah, danger like zone. Like doing like high rep power cleans. I'm like, this is yeah. so fucking dangerous. <laughs> um, but then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to just focus on the lifts and get my strength up and then get back into cross it and then i got super into like the maxing out like yeah. you know like I, I i i was intelligent i only like maxed out every three months or every six months but as i'm talking to you now i don't know if i felt so amazing because i was powerlifting or because that was my longest stretch of consistency too because powerlifting sort of breeds that because it's constant small improvements. Yeah. So and so you're trying not to get hurt because you just want to make sure you can squat and bench next week. It's and also it's, it's also a sport. Yeah. So you're 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 in a competitive sport. That that's what part of it that worked for me too. And it's like the training for that sport is very easy. It's like I did I benched three oh five yesterday. I benched three ten today. I'm getting better at my sport. Yeah, and it, yeah, it gives you it makes exercise not like oh I just I'm kind of doing this to look better, which happens very slowly, if at all, at some instances. Right, you know? right. Yeah. It's like you can see the fucking weight that you're adding to the bar, yeah. and that 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 means something. And the body comp change on powerlifting, I really enjoyed too. You know what I mean? Like it, I was like maybe didn't look much better. You would have to like touch me or know me to see like you know like my traps and chest and like even my abs were like rock hard but i had like little strongman belly yeah it's but cool. like every i was like never doing curls or tricep workout and i had buys and tries from yeah. just benching and chins and stuff and you it's always like, tell me that to touch you is to know you yeah and <laughs> <laughs> that's why i want you to get to know my taint <laughs> well we'll see uh so let, let me, there's a couple things I want to ask you. What, so you competed in this event. Yeah. You, was it one competition? I did one competition. I did one like practice competition at the gym sort of thing. Yeah. And then I did a full blown, the Northeastern powerlifting regionals put on by USPL. Okay. Well, <laughs> give me a, give me a story. Anything, any weird shit happened? Did you meet some weirdos and oh, stuff? I'll tell you what, this is the weirdest part is I competed. I've never done it before. Uh, you have to wear brief underwear. Which oh, is like, so I had to go buy briefs, which is something you didn't know because they don't want you to have any quad compression to help you. Because, oh, you know, like, like you lift in the fucking underwear? No, in, in a singlet, but you oh, have to sing- check to gotcha. make sure you don't have like compression. Like a slingshot for exactly, your legs or exactly, something. Yeah. yeah. So that was one thing. So that's, so people know they have like these, these compression garments, uh, like Spanx, but for weightlifting that can actually. Even a squat suit, it's called, yes. it's literally called a squat suit. You can add like 80 pounds. Right. Yeah. Significant amount of weight to your lifts. And it's mostly because it just like creates tension, like a rubber bandage. As the weight pulls it down, it just, it wants to stand up. So it gives you a little juice from behind yeah so that's called 
uh, equipped powerlifting or geared power. Gear has got two connotations of powerlifting. They call steroids gear too. But so like non-geared lifters are people who like, and I, and you can wear knee wraps if you're a geared lifter. Like, oh yeah. And I, I refused because I just got this thing stuck in my head. I read one thing one time where it's like, <laughs> I don't, be- I don't military press sitting down because I play sports standing up and it just stuck with me. As a- <laughs> so I was like, I don't get to play rugby with a weight belt and knee braces on. So I don't lift in that. But so I entered in the natural competition, but I was a super heavyweight because I was like 278. Right. So I was over 275. My, coaches were like don't try to cut weight for your first meet <laughs> just like yeah. get out there and lifting the you want 27 white lights that's like what you want to aim for nine white lights they call it okay so three a yes from the judges on all nine of your lifts three okay. attempts at squat three attempts at bench three attempts at deadlift the thing that came that was very exciting very weird characters all over the place the guy mispronounced my name every single time he calls you up nine times he mispronounced my name every single time and differently every single time <laughs> To the point where, like, when I'm coming out for my deadlifts, I'm just, like, shrugging, like, I don't know what the fuck this guy is talking about. I mean, to be fair, John, you know, and then Gabrus is, what's four letter? Gabrus is six letters long six and letters. people cannot fucking nail it. <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing was, is I- Four, four letters is what I, I thought it was. Technically, I came in first place. Holy shit. Because I was the only non-geared super heavyweight lifter because like <laughs> anyone who was over 275 has been doing it for a long time and they're like all wrapped up squat yeah, suits they're and, they're, and, they're, Darth and they're Vader. Yeah, they're doing, you know, they're opening up at 605 as their first Jesus. squat. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was awesome. It was so fucking cool. I love the energy of competition. I love performance. So I love squatting in front of a bunch of strangers. Yeah. You know, I'm wearing pink chucks. Everyone's got like weightlifting shoes on. I come out in like pink chucks. Okay. And uh, like just my little uh, fucking singlet and bang out. Yeah, you got your new briefs. Got my new briefs on. Uh, I think I totaled like 1100 something. It was like 424 squat. 307 bench and then like a 440 dead in a competition yeah and bench in competition is crazy because you they tell you when to go back up you have to touch it to your chest and then they go up and then you push it back up. so there's no bounce bounce it and lift your leg like yeah lift your ass yeah your feet uh, up to the air your butt has to stay on the bench your feet have to stay on the floor yeah you can't do like the uh the like the lying power clean there's like a bearded guy at this gym i go to he's he's got the most like it looks like he's fucking david copperfield levitating like when he's benching i'm like oh boy the fucking damage you're doing to the old backola i could take anyone who wants to add to their bench that's just a meathead if I think I could take 45 minutes if they don't have any formal powerlifting training and add 15 pounds to their bench press just by teaching them about driving through their legs, hips, and like yeah. scapula against the back. You know what I mean? Like scapula <laughs> against the bench. You build that bridge and you can really add t- 10 pounds. It's technique lift for sure. Yeah. I, I'm trying to even think of like, I don't even know if I ever won rep max. I mean, I was doing over 400 pounds when I was playing in college. And for reps in bench? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So crazy, awesome. like yeah, crazy strong. But I so mean, it was like awesome. good, like bench and squats. Like I just had a good, like just the way that I, you know, a lot of it's like your frame and like right. your arm levers and all that shit. You know, yeah, like guys with short arms uh, and fucking thick chests can, can do pretty well. Their range of motion is just small. I'm a little lanky, but squatting and benching were always kind of my thing too. Deadlifting, I suck at. Yeah, uh, me too. for for how long I am and how like I'm posterior weak, but. Benching uh, is something that I'll just never, ever stop doing. 
<laughs> it was like in my bones, you know. We always used to say Monday's International Bench Day. Oh you yeah, know? for like, sure. Justin tries is Monday, but yeah. fresh. <laughs> when your pre workouts popping. What so what were you eating when you had to uh when you were powerlifting? Were you were you watching it or were you going crazy? I was paleo plus dairy. Okay. So I wasn't eating grains. And that and I uh was doing but I was drinking a lot of whole milk. Just oh, instead wow. of like uh, supplements, oh, I was just cool. drinking like grass-fed whole milk. This was like just like just like in a glass. Like yeah, I nothing? would have like a half a gallon a day. Jesus, I would Christ. have like big swigs of uh, grass-fed whole milk. Grass, like it, it, I, honestly, I don't even that, know if I could do that. That's just like performance enhancement. I'm yeah. serious. Like grass-fed whole milk is just like such high fat, calorie, and proteins, and it's just like right from fucking you know nature's tit that it just fucking. It really, it. I mean, it's fattening, but you feel like a fucking machine when you drink it. Uh, I would imagine like you get the same from like protein from, shakes, or and, like clean eating, or BCAAs. breast milk. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be fuck. I'm sure there's some fucking real like Tim Ferriss type dude who's paying thousands of dollars for like Vietnamese breast milk. No, it, it is a thing. Like I remember like some pro athletes because of the colostrum in it. Right. Because yeah. it's like it's it, it's what develops you the it's the fuel right. you take when you develop yeah. the most. Yeah. You saying the thing about the. Uh, the David Blaine guy or the whatever his name was. Uh, David I said Copperfield, Copperfield but yeah. Blaine's fine. But I updated it a little. The Copperfield thing. I want to come back on Dumbbells when Eugene's in and maybe one more uh, like uh, a female meathead and just go off on don'ts in the gym. Don't yeah, like shit that people shit that people does that just drives you fucking crazy. Oh, like crazy. yeah, okay, yeah. I could do that for hours after just years of just watching gym. Ba- I'm sure you spend, you know, you've spent multiple hours in a gym every day for the last X amount of years. Yeah, you just you know shit that pisses you off. You can and- just tell when someone's like, you're like, oh fuck, this guy. Like I had to tell someone at the gym the other day, I'm like, that's not a rack for the weights. That's like you just turn something that's gonna fall, and he was like, okay, and I was like. <laughs> And I hate to be the guy that says anything to anyone at the gym. I let fucking dudes squat, knees caved in, pigeon-toed, heels out. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything, even though this is going to make me cry watching this person ruin themselves. I'm just not going to say anything. And then the dude just dropped, like, and he was, like, shrugging 315. So 45s come rolling off the side. And I'm like, you know, I fucking told you, man. Yeah. But I don't want to get into it, but I can really rant about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we can save that for, I'll give give one of mine, um, let's see. Oh, you know what? I mean, there's shit where it's like, if you're in almost any space gym, but a limited space gym and somebody's fucking skipping rope. It's just like, I want to be like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Yeah, go in the park. Why are you doing this in the gym to put on a show for everybody? Yeah. If you have a gym that's got some square footage and they're like skipping rope between sets, fine. But if it's that weird thing where you're watching people that have to like fucking double dutch through your little operation to get to where they're going, it's just like that or like shadow boxing around. It's Uh, just like- Or like someone who like, like you're, you're squatting and they like come over to your rack and sort of like cross your line of sight <laughs> yeah. to grab like a two and a half. Yeah. You want to be like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. man. Literally wait 30 seconds and yeah. I'll be racked and done. That's and then something I've learned it. from powerlifting is you never cross someone's yeah, line of sight. Like walking in front of anybody, somebody's golf swing or yeah, something, exactly. you know? But dangerous. Right. If the golf, like if the club if could the guy kill could them. potentially be fucking... Uh, accordioned by the golf club <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when i was a kid like uh uh 
in my high school gym. No, junior high. So like we're talking Springville, Springview Elementary. Shout out to Coach Brewer and the Eagles at Springview Elementary. Goat boy? Uh, what's that? <laughs> Co- goat boy? Goat boy, yeah. Coach Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jim- you gotta wanna go. You gotta get out there on the field, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Goat boy does make me laugh. It still uh, does, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we had like youth bench press. So it wasn't like an Olympic bar. It was a lighter bar. The and thin the, one, yeah. Yeah, bar's thin and the bench, like the, uh, the rack on the bench is much more narrow so there's a lot you have to like <laughs> thread it in right when you want to re-rack yeah re-rack you have to thread it in and it's a lot less forgiving as far as loading one side oh, and so like yeah. some fucking idiots you know just some like you know kids in there that were that wanted to put every weight they could on the bar so they like load the bar up and they're like i don't know d- you know did whatever they tr- you know tried to lift it and couldn't got buried underneath it and so uh they were then unracking the bar and they just unracked one side at a Oops. time <laughs> and the bar fucking flew Lung across the room, of like course, lucky it didn't kill someone. Well, and it fu- crushed like a girl. Like oh it, shit! Yeah, like it hit her side, and she fucking went down like Obi Wan Kenobi when Vader's clothes were there. Yeah, it's just like her clothes, there. <laughs> just a pair of Lululemons yeah. on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's like some ch- you know, like Amanda or something it was just like f- she was there one second, and she was like fucking gone, you know. And uh, you know, fortunately, she was okay. But I was like, whoa, man, this is <laughs> that shit's fucking bad news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have like crushed her head like a cassava oh, melon yeah. could have fucking caught like a oh yeah <laughs> olympic barbell through the throat yeah yeah it reminded me of like i feel like there's some uh i don't know maybe like a movie or like a uh uh, like a bumper before a movie starts for some production company where like a like a wand like flutters across the screen. <laughs> That's what it yeah, reminds it ends me up of. being like the X in yeah, like the so, production company's name. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. The other thing powerlifting taught me uh, that I really enjoyed and, you know, starting strength, powerlifting, whatever you want to call it, was just doing that many reps of squats, benches, deadlifts, and press my form is crisp as fuck. You know what I mean? Like I took four years off working out and getting back to squatting and I, I'm, you know, it's all comfortable. And my, and because of that, I maintained a lot of flexibility despite putting on weight and gaining muscle because you're, you kept that functional flexibility. Like right. you're just putting your body through the motion that it needs to go. Exactly. Yeah. And that was huge. And I didn't realize how much that was doing for me until like, not many 300 pound guys could like sit in the fucking like, you know, ass to grass squat. Yeah. yeah. I, and like, um, I would say you're, you're back in shape, getting back in shape now, but I would say even, even when you were heavier and at a place where you didn't want to be, you're still like a fr- fairly nimble guy. Like, yeah. You move around. I'm surprisingly well. agile is what I've been told by, uh, coaches and random friends. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, thanks, I guess. Uh, one time at like Jones Beach, I like chased down a rescue and uh, my lieutenant- well, So explain this. So Jones Beach is uh, beach in It's Long beach in Long Island. Island. I was a lifeguard. Yeah. Uh, I, I just hit my quotient of mentioning being a lifeguard on every single podcast <laughs> I've ever been. Me lifeguarding is your football. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 I don't like talking You don't about like to talk nah, about yeah, we, Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. It's fun being on two podcasts with you because I just know all of your bits now. <laughs> Turns out they're the same. <laughs> Yeah, there's not many, <laughs> but uh, I like sprint. Like, so there was a rescue going off off one of the further stands, which means everyone floods out towards that stand, covering as ev- so like no one has to run too far. Right. But usually, if once all the stands are full, someone will wave you, go all the way down to the rescue, help pull the rope in, and I was often pulling the rope in for people because of my size and strength. Yeah, but. I sprinted down the beach and then I, when I came walking back t- two of the like older dudes who were like lieutenants who were always like all about swimming and fitness were like, 
Gabriel, she got a little wheels there. Because <laughs> like, I was surprised because you're fat. How fast you ran. <laughs> and I was like proud of that. Feels good. <laughs> yeah. I used to like, I remember when I first started, uh, I wasn't fast or a good athlete until like high school, basically. That's the best. Because yeah. you learn a work ethic first. Right. And that's so important because the kids who in eighth grade who get the growth spurt and get to be they dominate football and then when everyone grows to catch up to them yeah, by 11th grade they've been spoiled rotten by their size yeah, yeah now they're they're like rested on their laurels yeah you got like the john ham like bust your ass learning how to act for 20 years then get successful right uh <laughs> yeah and that's what my coach said he's like you're like fucking the john ham of like uh rockland high school to football. be fair it's because you have a fucking hog right <laughs> <laughs> i wear uh lightweight khaki pants and showcase my giant cock and then I'm offended when people ask about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm offended when people ask, do, do you have the most sought after thing in the <laughs> male world? <laughs> yeah, people are like, you got a fucking Komodo dragon in those shorts? What's going on there? Uh, so I want to I I talk to you about food, but we're going to take a real quick break, pay the bills, and then uh, we'll be back and I want to talk to you about food, John. Beep, beep. It's your boy Stanger. I want to tell you guys that the podcast is brought to you today by RX Bars. I've, I'm always proud when I do this sponsor because I actually eat RX Bars um, and they're delicious. Uh, what drew me to them initially was the fact that their core ingredients do all the talking. It's literally three egg whites, two dates, in six almonds in basically every bar. And then they do other natural flavors to kind of like, you know, they make it like chocolate and sea salt, one of my favorites, or mint chocolate, one of my favorites, to kind of like, uh, to give it that, uh, you know, patina of having something sweet in there. But there's literally no garbage in there at all. And they kind of like built their brand on that. It's no BS. They have no BS on the package, which is always a, always a laugh for me. Um, funny for my son to see that. Um, cause he's always trying to say bullshit. I'm like, don't say bullshit, my man. Just say BS. Like if he doesn't like what his teacher's telling him, I say, that's a load of BS. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, no. So you guys, if you haven't had RX bars, I suggest that you try them. If you're looking for breakfast on the go, if you're looking for like a snack to have in the office, people will write in and ask us like what they should have. That's, that's healthy. That's simple. And if you're not into doing meal prep, I think RX bars are an interesting way and a convenient way that you can get real foods without, uh, you know, without having to make them the night before, or like spend a bunch of money at the market or some shit like that. You can literally just get them in bar form and, uh, you know, not have to go crazy. They come in 11 different flavors and varieties. They're gluten-free, soy-free, and dairy-free. And uh, there's no added sugar. There's no artificial flavors. They're like, if I designed a protein bar, it would basically be this. Um, I wouldn't have any of those weird space ingredients. I, I was in the store, like I was looking at some bars the other day, and uh, I won't say the name of the bar, but it was Detour. <laughs> and like I picked it up, and it looked like it, it looked like it was like the circumference of um, like a like a suitcase, and it weighed about fifty pounds, and there were like conservatively 600 ingredients in there and i didn't recognize any of them not a good sign so go with rx bars now if you want a special deal go to rxbars.com backslash fitness and enter the promo code fitness at checkout that's rxbars.com 
slash fitness and enter the promo code fitness. And you're going to get yourself 25% off your first order. That's a significant savings, my dudes, 25% off. So don't go limp. Don't go stilted. Don't go flimsy. Go big with a big order and get that big savings. All right. So uh, thanks for listening to that. That was fun. I can't <laughs> believe you recorded all those ads. That was a long song you sang. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a, I've got a good voice. And so, uh, so John, so, what, so what's going on with food now? What Food, as I learned uh, previously and then have forgotten and I'm relearning, obviously abs are made in the kitchen. You can't uh, outrun a bad diet. You can't outtrain a bad diet. And uh, food for me, when I, when I was doing the best at food, I had two times where I was eating uh, well, losing weight at the end of high school and I was eating incorrectly, but I was doing like the fat-free blueberry muffin for breakfast, the pizza slice with no cheese for lunch, and then whatever my mom made for dinner for dinner, you know? (laughs) And I was like, that was me being, I would like skip noodles, but I would have like three burger patties or whatever. I was being disgusting, but I was losing weight. I remember when like muffins felt healthy too, like blueberry muffins and stuff. Do you remember like all that shit that was like <laughs> cereal? You're like, oh, I'll just eat a huge bowl of raisin <laughs> yeah. bran. Yeah, and I don't then I'll fucking ripped. go crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you look at it, it's like, like 60. Gatorade is the number one version. Of that. Like, I still find people that I, when I talk about how Gatorade is not that great for you, and how people go, what? It's a sports drink. I've been drinking it like a, I drink uh, two pints a day. I'm like, well, do you fucking run? Like, yeah. What do you do? No, it's scientifically formulated to taste best when you need it most. <laughs> right. I remember yeah. that commercial. I was like, like, it does taste better when I'm thirsty. <laughs> right. Because everything does. Everything, yeah. Yeah. And this fucking, is fucking corn syrup and yellow number five. It tastes, and I love Gatorade. Yeah. And it got me through a lot growing up, hangovers and whatnot. But, that's one of those things that you find out is bad and you're like, oh, fuck. But food-wise, the thing that works best for me is not worrying about amounts, quantity. Yeah. So yeah. I I can do things where I can be restricted because I, I don't really love sweets. That's easy for That's me to That's knock. Like you and fucking Eugene. Yeah, I just you don't. You guys really wear that like a badge of honor, too. And it's something I just, and thank God. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah, what no. if I was into sweets? I'm, I'm already 70 pounds overweight, you know what <laughs> I mean? And I don't like sweets. And it's like the fucking stereo, when I'm like, pass on dessert, I could see it in the person's face that they're like, oh, you fuck. I'm like, no, this is all alcohol, fried, and meat, okay? Um, but so paleo has always worked good for me, or some sort of like loose paleo plus a little bit of dairy every now and then. Yeah, so I, I think that... I. You know, it's like you 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 focus on you can only focus on so many things, right? So when somebody's like trying to like make some lifestyle changes, it's hard for them to do portion control and omissions, like right. omit whole food groups from their diet. Yes. So I always think it's smart to pick one. So if you don't if you don't have a huge appetite, maybe it's like portion control. Right. You know, eat whatever you want, just scale back the calories. Yeah, mine's the opposite. I can't. Same with me. So yeah. for me, I I tend to do really well on the templates. It's like okay, paleo template. I can eat all of this that I want. Until I can eat I'm a full. whole roasted chicken and a mega bowl of salad, and and I'm maybe I shouldn't do that all the time, but right. for now I'm allowed to. Yeah, and it's like usually you you do that initially to kind of like get over the fear of like you know and then how, all of a sudden you're like this is way too much. Yeah, it's way too much, and then so you start dialing <laughs> right. it back. But I also because you can't eat. Sorry to keep jumping on this, but I'm stuff I'm learning. You can't eat. A fucking mega bowl of salad. Your just body gets tired. Yeah, you're like tired of chewing and tired. You're like, I guess I am full. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
you're like uh you're like what am I a fucking silverback gorilla? <laughs> like when you hear about like those guys like eating like a thousand pounds of bamboo in like one day, you're yeah. like, how's that fucking possible? That? that sounds boring. <laughs> and I love eating. Yeah. So what a fucking grind. <laughs> so sort of just like eliminating grains has helped me. You know? And then when you eliminate grains, I find that you often also eliminate sort of like full-blown bad choices. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? Like grains is like sandwiches, so, well, burgers, there's a lot pizza. Of, there's a yeah. lot under the grain umbrella. Right. But also like even like you can like under this diet that I'm, the, way, the restrictions I'm giving, I could technically eat pepperoni, mozzarella, and tomato sauce in my hand and yeah. like do that. And it's like, <laughs> that's technically pizza without the dough. But if I'm not having pizza, I'm probably not also eating handfuls. I've of seen you do that and you're like, nature's calzone. <laughs> yeah, like just <laughs> wrapping in a banana leaf. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do a lot of just like uh, meat and veggies. And currently, lucky for me, my wife who does a lot of cooking is not, uh, that's the lucky part. The other part is she's not eating uh, beef or pork right now and hasn't been for a while. So any meals she cooks for us are turkey and chicken based. Oh, cool. So I'm, I've added, I've eliminated a lot of red meat and pork from my diet, in a di- which is something I would never normally remove. So yeah. I, now, now I have a steak once every three weeks instead of once a week. <laughs> um, I, I eat like a, a lot of red meat, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would like the, too. I do like the grass-fed stuff. The ground, grass, grass-fed ground beef? Yeah, I do ground, grass-fed. Like, it's a good price at Whole Foods. You can That's get the this, most affordable way to eat grass-fed beef. Yeah, you can ground. get this Eel River stuff. See, the problem is, and I've, I've talked about this on the show, <laughs> apologies, but uh, they're, they'll say that it's grass-fed, but it's not. It's pasture-centered, so they'll raise it initially on grass, and then they grain finish it. So they finish it with corn to get it up to like a huge size again. Uh. So they basically just like reverse everything that they did. So you have to see grass fed and grass fed. It's got to be 100% grass fed. Okay, I'll and keep like, my eyes peeled on that. Yeah, no, sometimes usually it's weird the price difference. You'll be like, how is this $3 cheaper if it's also grass fed beef? You right. Know? They'll usually list the farm or the farm conglomerate, like the farm, not not conglomerate, but like coalition. Yeah. Because it's like, it, it's they take a big uh, ding on what they can make financially when they don't factory farm because it just fucking takes the cows longer to get big on right. grass. Yeah. So that's why those, like the big factory farmers would use, you know, corn to feed their, their cows corn so they get fucking huge quick. And uh, that's just like people do. Yes, exclusively yes. corn. Yeah. yeah. It all it all tracks. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so these like these these guys will get together and then like a couple farms that kind of work together. And so while they're raising their cattle to the appropriate size, the other people will kind of like survive. You know, and right, they, they kind of all like uh, rising tide floats all boats. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, so this the one that Whole Foods, at least kind of locally out here, does is Eel River. And like I get their- E-E-L? Eel? Yeah. Yeah, I'll E-E-L. check that out. Yeah. yeah, and I get their grass-fed. It's a good price. I do like burger patties in a salad. It's like a deconstructed burger, basically. That's pretty much what- uh, When when I like, when Tiff's not home- when and you I'm, are doing red meat. Yeah, when, I, when Tiff's not home and I'm making myself something, I make like a grass-fed patty with like, uh, you know- uh, no nitrate, like cherry smoked bacon, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there you slab go. bacon and then like lettuce and pickles and tomato, like pile it up like a fucking salad. Yeah. yeah. Like the counter, except for it's not $87. Yeah, it's close, but yeah. yeah it's I mean, you not, go and yeah. you make like a bull at the, there's this burger place called the counter. They're, are they like a, they're like a nationwide chain. Yeah, now, I know. Right? I've been to one in New York and in LA. So that's as fun. <laughs> yeah. If I like could you... be as elitist as possible, <laughs> then it must be everywhere. <laughs> you hear us, Minnesota? <laughs> there's a, uh, a Jose Andres Bazaar in LA. 
LA and New York, so they must be everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you can fucking like you can get a hundred dollar burger there if you get enough. I know, but I, you like, keep clicking shit on there. Yeah, yeah. You keep adding fucking shit onto your bowl. But like uh, decent turkey burgers or decent chicken meatballs, like meatballs is a big uh, meatballs with almond meal instead of breadcrumbs it's very ginzu of you yeah it's we have to <laughs> meatballs. go fuck, uh, we gotta make meatballs and like you know uh, sunday you make like 40 meatballs with just yeah. almond meal and chicken meat and you know seasoning and then those are good on a salad good you know like as like open the fridge pop three in your mouth cold just to like before you run to an audition or something yeah i fucking <laughs> love that shit <laughs> It's relatable. Me, yeah. <laughs> you know when you're in LA, you pop a couple of meatballs on your way to an audition? You made paleo meatballs on that Sunday night with your wife who's like a near expert cook. <laughs> and you just pop a few in your mouth before you rush over to fucking embarrass yourself in front of Judd Apatow. <laughs> no, this is not something everyone has done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of thankful listeners out there like, oh, good, all right, good. I got some, I some actionable you, advice buddy. from It sounds like you're complaining, but your life sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, meat, meat and veggies is like the cornerstone of it. Where do you feel like, so is it, are you like tempted by food or is it more like alcohol is like a trigger? Like when you're partying and drinking a little bit, you tend to kind of like fall off or are you like, you know, my, 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 my problem with both exercise and food is consistency. And that's, we've talked to you and I have talked off air uh, believe it or not we've had a, uh, managed to have a conversation not on recorded at some point <laughs> uh, far between, yeah, i know like, we have some well thousands of hours of recorded conversations <laughs> but we do have a few off mic um and uh consistency is huge for me like and you and eugene talk about it a lot and it really truly helped me of just like okay that was a gross lunch or that was a fun lunch what an indulgence yeah that is not permission to do anything else that event happened that is over now let's i'm i'm very capable of snowballing both positively and negatively and i'm currently using it positively yeah and i need to maintain that i am too that was that's a eugene thing and that like him talking about that like crystallized a lot for me you know it was like i i maybe intellectually understood that but like the way when you put it that way because it's also um it's it's also the fear of like, oh, this isn't going to happen again for a long time. So I'm going to get it all out of my system now. Like right. it works both ways. It's like one, don't beat yourself up for it. Had a fun lunch, fine. And then also let go of the fear that this is the last time you can do that for you know 50 days or whatever right, it is. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm just I'm back on the salad tonight. Tomorrow I may another have another fun lunch. I may not. Who cares? Yeah. Don't worry about it. The, the you, know, thing- you don't. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be a hundred days since the last factory accident or whatever. Right. Yeah, just exactly. like just ha- just keep stringing together good days, and eventually those will. Yeah, if you just look back on days. your last six months and you've yeah. had way more good days than bad days, then you're then you're I'm I'm doing better than I was previously. Yeah, then you're golden. Something I talk to I uh, talk a lot about with mutual friends uh, Betsy Sidaro. Uh, we talk about a lot is. Because I look for food for such pleasure and and I love to indulge, I sort of you're like Marlon Brando. I'm like oh, I, I am a lot like Brando. With uh, if you took Brando and just made him start at the end of his career, <laughs> that's me. I'm Benjamin. I'm Benjamin Brando. But you're you're uh, I'm Marlon. You're Buttoning. the score. <laughs> yeah, I'm the score exclusively. Okay. Yelling at Ed Norton. Um, the uh, one thing I talk about with Betsy, and this has helped me a lot too, is uh. View and uh, 
a whole new 2018 thing for me is thinking about the Gabrus 48 hours from now, one week from now, one month from now, because I usually just make decisions right in front of me. And that's a lot about the consistency stuff. But one of the things that's come to light lately is there are these fun lunches or these dinners. You know, I'm friends with like a guy like Phil Rosenthal's like, we're going out to this and I'm not going to go there and be like, we're in fucking San Gabriel Valley at a dim sum place where no one speaks English. I'm not going to be like, do you have a chicken Caesar salad? Yeah, you know, steam the fish, light yeah. oil. <laughs> yeah, I might as well see. stay home. Yeah, yeah, you go there and like Oprah's assistant didn't check to make sure they're doing everything right back there. <laughs> but so what I started doing was like, and I learned that this works for me is that I'm like, oh, Friday night, my friends are in town and we're supposed to go to Animal. Okay. Well, then I could probably make it till Friday without backslide. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there you and go. then having that, like, and then I never go as crazy as I think I'm going to go. Right. But it is good for me to have that where I'm like, Oh, all right. Sunday night, we're supposed to order Mexican and watch uh, John Oliver. I, I'm not going to eat like shit on Saturday and Sunday. You know what I mean? Like you can like push it. I can like save my indulgences for like, like look forward to them, you know, yeah. get more out of them. Yeah. You know, like a uh, uh, friend of your podcast and friend of Dumbbells, uh, Mono had this like great thing. We've mentioned it a couple times to where, cause uh, somebody had written in and asked about, uh, late night cravings. Oh yeah. His thing was he would, when he experienced those, he would imagine and, and make a deal with himself that he was going to have the most decadent breakfast the next day. Like whatever you wanted, like lumberjack pancakes, whatever it is for you. Right. I'm going to have ribs for breakfast. And like, I I'm going to do it. It's not just me pretending I'm going to, I will, I'm going to have that. So I'll skip having the late night quesadilla or whatever it is. Cause I'm having fucking ribs for breakfast tomorrow. And then when you would wake up, and it was in the harsh light of morning. He'd usually not have right. The you ribs. would be like, I don't want ribs right yeah. now. Yeah. But it's like for that to work. One of those times, you really have to do it, right? You know? yeah, so it's yeah. like you have to create the neuro pathway. Where you're like, fuck it, I'm getting the French toast. Yeah, I, I said I would. I said I, I would. would, and then you're like, yeah, this ain't, this isn't worth it. Yeah, yeah. but I, that's fucking that's really helpful. smart. Yeah. and it's like it's little things like that that like you can really because now I'm gonna eat, and I don't want to say shitty, but I'm gonna. I'm going to flex on my eating every once in a while and I know it's going to happen and I'm allowing it. I want it to happen. Yeah. It's my, part of my sanity. It's part of how, my, how I find joy in life. So, but if I know it's going to happen twice a week, why don't I let that be the two times? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, I don't need to add a shitty random bacon, egg and cheese breakfast sandwich. Yeah, you could point. be strategic about it. Yeah. And if I have advice for anyone else who wants to like clean up their diet, I find the simplest advice is pick a healthy breakfast a small healthy breakfast and just eat that same th- I feel like breakfast is a meal that you could automate okay and that you can just sort of be like every morning and whatever it's steel cut oats for me it's a couple of hard boiled eggs and I just have that so it's just a little protein in the morning hot sauce and a coffee you know right. and you eat them like cereal out of a bowl right there's like 15 yeah. eggs in there's there. 15 you eggs grass fed whole milk and yeah. then Tabasco <laughs> right. and I eat the whole thing like a big fucking <laughs> fuck you to my <laughs> colon uh, but I found that like simplifying breakfast especially just like having it in your house you're like even if even if it's coffee even if it's like you know you want to have a coffee every morning and you wake up and you make your coffee with no sugar and you know whole milk or almond milk whatever you use if you just do that every day and stick to that you are now eating well 33% of the time That's- maybe maybe 25 if you have sometimes a fourth meal uh, 30% of the time you've improved your diet you've improved 30% of your diet almost with zero because it's like if you automate that breakfast where you just wake up you don't have cravings yet 
No, so dude. just get in the steel cut oats, get in the fruit bowl, get in the smoothie, whatever it is. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of like fruit in the morning because it's just, it's still like sugar. And I, I'll have like some citrus. Sometimes. No, you're right. I, I, same with me. Yeah. But yeah. if whatever, whatever it is you are, if whatever you think is considered healthy for what your goals are, I would say fill your fridge with 10 days of that every, twice a week. You know what I mean? And just wake up, eat your two, like I wake up, have two hard boiled eggs and a cup of coffee every day. And my, I know that I have 33% of my meals sorted out. I disagree with all that. No? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, wrong. wake up and freestyle breakfast yeah, every freestyle. Day. <laughs> and, you know, usually the thing that makes the most sense for time is a, a drive-thru. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's, that's, that's such a major thing because that's usually what happens to people is like, they're not setting out to eat unhealthy. Right. It's like, it becomes convenience, money, time. And so then they like, they find themselves and it's, you know, one o'clock and they haven't eaten anything yet and they're fucking starving. So then they just do drive-thru or something right. weird. But you're totally right if you can just fucking handle breakfast it's guaranteed that it's healthy right and then that's the thing that you fucking do every day you're right you got one meal down and then it's easy to build off of that right and then the next thing you know with with one more hour of prep a week maybe you know maybe three more hours of prep a week yeah you could have lunches ready to go all week long and then you're like and then if you eat whatever you know a sensible dinner you're on like the fucking uh <laughs> slim, the slim, slim fast, fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lasorda I did love seeing that uh, can get the belt put on it. It's yeah, like, oh, look at that can get thin. <laughs> look at these Dodges pants. I used to be a fucking disgusting animal. Uh, and I, I love throwing out uh, the, uh, breakfast advice for other Do people it. too. Go, so, baby. Some people go ape shit on their coffees. Like that's like you know like a new thing now where you have like a eight hundred calorie like sort of. I can't start my day without ice cream mocha. You know, it's like oh, that yeah. is it's a milkshake. It's a milkshake. Yeah, or some version of that. Even like the. What I've done, and also financially, I make myself a crazy-ass coffee every morning, but I make it, I, I use cold brew concentrate, coconut water, and coconut milk, or pea milk, pea protein milk, just to get a little extra protein in there. And that's, I'm not recommending this exact thing. Do you ever call your jizz pea milk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> right. I did for a long time. All right. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, babe, don't drink that. That's all pea milk. <laughs> She's like, what's it doing in the freezer? <laughs> I'm like, experiments. Making jizz sickles. Uh, weird gross turn for the dumbbells. Hey, it happens every once in a while. Hey, you don't bring me on without <laughs> something like this coming up. <laughs> I started it. You want Gabrus? You're getting jizz, baby. Uh, but uh, whatever you're, I'm not prescribing that coffee, but whatever you're, whatever if you're a coffee person, yeah. you can skip that Starbucks coffee. You can have any of that stuff in your house now. And make you it a treat, little production, but do it healthy. Right. Treat yourself to an espresso machine. And literally in two years, it'll have paid for itself. If you're you right. Got, yeah. And if you just make yourself like your coffee with a little milk and some cinnamon, no sugar, you skip. and you But you make that your thing in the morning. That's a treat. Yeah. You can switch what treats are, which is something I learned over uh like when you're being super healthy, your idea of what a treat is oh, can yeah. kind of bump down and then all of a sudden you're like like literally my like cheat my treats now are like if I I'm going to smoke a joint and drink this giant juice. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's not necessarily the healthiest thing, but it's so much better than what I used to do. <laughs> giant juice? Yeah. I'd be like, pour myself like the lowest, the least apple-y green juice. Is yeah, how you, there you go. That's how you find the healthiest stuff, by the way. Yeah. 
the least amount of fruit in the there. least amount of fruit in there the most greens it doesn't taste great but when you're stoned like everything tastes fine you know so i'll get uh, high like you dr- feel like you feel like you're, you feel healthy too yeah you know? it feels good like get high and drink a kombucha or something like that i yeah. enjoy doing that now. yeah uh, stone weed and iced coffee together are like oh and i guess i should say i'm clearly still smoking dope. <laughs> I, I think it's fine man yeah I'm hard pressed unless it's like a trigger for you. For some people, it is. I think the munchy thing has been way overdone. Yeah, I think I'm, it's obvious. It's possible, but yeah. So so is drinking. You know, like they're I all think munch- drinking's fucking worse. Drinking honestly. is personally worse for me. I I I can eat way more when I'm drunk than yeah. when I'm when I'm high. But and I, you're just way more willing to like. There's just something about booze. I mean, it's an inhibition thing, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. The uh, I think I may have mentioned this the last time I was on, but in case people are not. You know, going People's, back and catching up fresh with the, on everybody's mind, the, I think <laughs> the entire extended universe. Um, one thing I had to do was I taught myself more or less that I'm not allowed to binge if I get high. Like, oh, I can't, wow. I, I'm like, if you want to do that, that's fine, but then I'm not, then me, to parent Gabriel's talking to young Gabriel's, then I'm not gonna let you get high anymore. Yeah, and it's like, if you want to keep getting high, which you like to do, if you want to still smoke a joint, then that has to be. Your that's your vice. That's what you're allowed to have. Right. So now I don't Postmates Taco Bell too much anymore. You know, <laughs> I actually haven't, and I haven't had Taco Bell in a lo- the longest stretch I've had in like a couple of years. Yeah, Postmates sent a police officer to the house because they're like, it's fucking. We're <laughs> afraid they're gonna find a dead body in there. They're just like, geez, it's been Dude, radio silence. Postmates and Grubhub were two of the top five expenditures last year on my <laughs> Amex. Postmates, Grubhub, and a grocery store. So three of the five things were like food. One of them was Uber. I'm like Tiff to my wife. I'm like, we got to fucking fix our spending here. We got to break this. Uh, do they regret naming their company Grubhub? Yeah, they have to. <laughs> Seamless is so much better. It's the same company, but I think they just can't. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they like went with it. It was kind of fun like early on, but yeah. then at a certain point, they're like, now everything's wow. kind of like slick, you know, yeah. and like and like corny stands out. Like that feels so nineties. It feels like yeah, like Go fresh. Daddy and yeah, all that yeah. shit. It's just like oh Jesus yeah. Christ, I'm fucking Go committed daddy. to this logo. <laughs> Go Daddy, that's a very good example. Of it's like, like we're they're trying to still get seed money for it. Like we got a lot of exciting plans for GoDaddy. Yeah, you know, get like, out of here with that yeah, shit. Fuck yeah. you, fuck you. Um, well, cool, man. I mean, do you? So we we have some listener questions. I know you're game to answer some questions. I love talking. Yeah. So this <laughs> this is the weighing in segment. If you guys have a question for us that you'd like us to answer on air, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail dot com and uh, hit us right through there like a dumbbell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we don't have as many of the music cues now that we're going uh, old school. Oh, uh, and no- normally we would have Stone be singing, but uh, not going to happen, guys. So too fucking bad. Sorry, but he does live shows now. We got <laughs> He's at Coachella. He's up after Yodel Kid. It's Walmart Yodel Kid, and then Stone Stanger singing the the weighing in song. The weighing in song. I love that Yodel Kid. Um. Oh, here's a uh, here's a five by five with hit. You want to yeah, answer this? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this is coming to us from uh, Betsy. Hi, dumbbells. I've been doing well with the HIIT training program. That's a high, high intensity, intensity interval, interval training. training program three times a week with one day focusing on legs. Hmm, interesting. I don't know. 
one on arms and abs and one an overall body workout that is basically combining moves from the other two days. I'd really love to start incorporating weightlifting and have been intrigued by the 5 by 5 program. My question is, if I start the 5 by 5 program, can I alternate with my HIIT training? I've seen that the 5 by 5 program requires squats in every A and B workout, but I'm curious if it's pointless to follow it up with a hit day focusing on legs with a lot of air squats, lunges, etc. Party on, dudes. Oh, okay. So now I didn't know what she meant by high. I usually because you could do monostructural is what most people do for HIIT. Like yeah, bike, bike, row, run, swim, whatever. You know. Right. I mean, I guess technically it would apply to if you're doing some kind of like, like circuit metcon circuit yeah. thing. But that's um, what it sounds like. Hers are. Yeah. Um. Uh, or theirs are. And uh, to me, that's this is a. I mean, this is a dumbbells standard beginning answer what look at what are your goals here yeah yeah and if it's like you want to add strength and potential you know more muscle mass to help uh then your five by five is perfect for that but i would switch your hiit at that point to more monostructural stuff like running jumping ropes you know tabata 20 you know yeah so that would be some kind of like like fixed interval cardio right um uh so you're doing you know a 30 seconds high intensity minute and a half rest and like alternating back and forth with that and you're not so that way you're not you know blowing out whatever right you don't want to whatever do, juice you have for you don't want to do air squats the day before a five by five squat day right or after to be honest yeah yeah and i mean if you wanted to do some kind of like high intensity functional romper room day i think you could fit that in to a five by five a 100 percent. yeah you but you just need to be strategic a- about it yeah. Um, so she said on both A B days is squat. So what yeah. I'm guessing that five by five split that she read is like the classic like uh, uh, ripito split, which would be like squat, bench, dead, squat, press, power clean or chin or something. You know, some right. other sort of pull movement. Um, and I wouldn't know exactly how you would want to if you were doing a full body hit day. I don't know how you would want to break that up, but you would want to probably do like two days you know you would probably want to do like monday uh workout a thursday workout b and then like a floating day in floating day just depending on how you feel right and if you're not if you're not hitting your lifts then you may you need to adjust accordingly too and that would it it, it would you'd have to pull some from that kind of that that romper room day yeah for lack of a better term if you're doing well with your hit and you're feeling like you're in that good metcon calisthenic strength I would say I would recommend jump to five by five, do the lifts right, form over everything, uh, jump to five by five, and finish each five by five day with a quick hit that is not squats, lunges, and stuff like that. You know, jump on the bike for ten minutes, hard one, easy. You know, hard yeah. thirty seconds, easy ninety seconds. And definitely like finish because you want to finish with that. Don't start with no, that. Yeah, don't start with that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and like John was saying, like think about your goals. Like, what are your goals? If you want to put some muscle on because you feel like you need that to help you burn calories, or you just want to like improve some leg shape or or whatever it is, or you just want to get strong, then five by fives is a blast. Like, yeah, my, my mom got into it. My mom, it's was, real, and it's. Yeah. Good for your flexibility. It's good for strength. It's very good for old people because, uh, for, and for when you get older, because it's all bone built. Like yeah. bo- building your bones and ligaments is going to help you way more than having yep. abs when you're older. Right. Betsy doesn't look old, but for when, you know, I mean, the, it does come up. I mean, we had like 
uh, I think like Dave Tooney had like a Dex scan and like he, he's got little bird bones. Yeah, know? yeah, and um, <laughs> and uh, eating right and fucking hitting heavy weights. Well, it's the only well, thing. Like yeah. w- w- you have to do like adaptive exercise to get your bones to grow. But I, um, I will say for someone like Betsy who's saying I'm doing hit, but I want to add five by five again. Think about what your goals are, but also don't be afraid to do five by five for three months. Yeah. And then jump back to hit and be like, this is maybe not the way I want to go. And then find and then find your own happy medium. But don't do anything for less than 12 weeks. Yeah. Give it to give Never it. Never try weeks. anything for less than 12. No, don't go like, well, I'll jump on hit for four weeks until you've done it a bunch. Like, cause you want to do macro cycles and micro cycles, all that shit. I don't I powered through, you know, like I started heroin. I didn't love it. Right. I powered through for 12 weeks and, and now, now I'm, love ho- it. I'm hooked. And the easiest part is now you have no hair and no teeth. It's just like life is easier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, like the, t- you know, the amount of time it takes me to get out of the house these days. <laughs> fucking great. Nobody bothers me. Um, Okay, this is a nutrition cue. Nutrition cue. I said nutrition. Christian? I Christian like a, nutrition. I, Christian nutrition. I. How many calories are in the Eucharist? Because <laughs> I want to go high, low carb, but how can I fucking uh, take the, the body, body of Christ? The body of Christ has gluten. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do uh, blood of Christ. The power I- of Christ compels you. <laughs> Okay. Can we I, just talk as Billy Friedkin for the rest Billy of the Billy Friedkin, baby. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. Long-time listener. I was going to think of something to say as Friedkin, but I couldn't do it. Don't worry. Hi, guys. Long-time listener. Second-time emailer. Uh, thanks to your advice back on episode nine, I was able to way overachieve my strength goals, and now I'm in the process of bulking down. <laughs> to that end... That's a iffy, iffy thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. God, I, why do I know that? <laughs> I can't memorize my fucking lines for an audition. I don't remember like sh- yeah. shit my wife like asked the, me to do. But I remember iffy second of- episode. <laughs> <laughs> to that end, I've been doing intermittent fasting and uh, in, uh, and ensuring a caloric deficit. But because I'm a power lifter, I've been keeping a lot of good carbs in my diet. I've had some success, but if I want to get really lean, do I need to dis- drastically reduce my carbs or is a calorie deficit enough? Also, because I was tubby for such a long time, is getting really lean even possible, or will there always be loose skin around the belly? Thanks for all your help, guys. And laughs, Jeff. Says, thanks for all your help and laughs, Jeff. He's smarter than I was. Uh, I <laughs> it's a good make... question, Jeff. I like this question. It's a really good question. It's really difficult to answer. There's yeah, a lot, because... there's a lot of factors. There's there's a lot to consider in there. And our I would say my my advice would be. Keep going with what's working, right? Yeah. If, you're, if you've been putting on a lot of muscle, you're just changing your body composition. The fat's going to come off. Um, I don't like the idea of going full heavy lifting in a caloric deficit, though. Yeah, I would say to to if you're interested in powerlifting and heavy lifting, which it sounds like you are and have had good results from... I think you need to eat to support that, and you can do you can get some body composition goals met by adjusting your macronutrients. Right. So that would be how you know you you said that you still have some high carb food in there to kind of support your lifting, but I think you'd be better served lower carb, lower but, carb, but more more calories, but more calories. I agree. Get more protein and fat in there, and you know it's one of those things that we're all kind of. Um, snowflakes when it comes to our nutrition, you know, and how your body's going to respond to what you do. So while you're bulking down, as you say, you need to be systematic and, and write some shit down. And like John said, give it a, give it a go, you know, give it a couple of weeks and, uh, find out, you you know, maybe you limit your carbs and your, 
you go through that carb flu and you're not able to lift as much for a couple of weeks. But when you power through and you become fat adapted and you're doing this, you're back bouncing back, maybe then that's the move. Then that's going to help you in twofold. Or you might find that like, you know, with the added calories that you're putting too much unwanted size on, and then you need to make adjustments there. So it's like, you know, certain people do better with more carbohydrates than others. Right. You know, we always prescribe like a low carb diet because that tends to prove positive on the population. But there's like, there's anecdotal proof all over the place of people that are, you know, anomalies. You can can pull off. You can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like it could be, a, but if, for what works for us and for a lot of people is, uh, and for someone like him, I, I, I went through a situation like that. And something that was recommended to me that really worked was I would say if you trim your carbs, don't worry about caloric restric- restriction with the heavy lifting. But then I would add, especially it sounds like he's IF, right? Uh, intermittent fasting. Yeah, yeah. He's intermittent fasting. I would add fasted cardio in the morning. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, optimum and it doesn't have to be hit it could just no, be LS, just, like just you know, cruising just cruising get up and walk a mile and a half fasted. before you eat fasted yeah first thing in the morning uh when your body has n- nothing in the tank and is pulling from the fat stores right and then i mean i don't know when you work out maybe you do work out in the morning this is a little more difficult to pull off but like if you weren't a morning workout guy you can wake up hit that fasted card i mean you know i know a lot of power lifters that like stay lean just by doing like 30 minutes on the elliptical every morning yeah, they and get, then hit like cuz your body comp is also through the roof cuz you're so much muscle. lean tissue so yeah. they yeah they're making their body work for them and that's something that you can do now that you've put all that size on like right. that muscle on um so yeah i mean i you know and also like john john mentioned this earlier you know the fact that you've you know have met a lot of goals and are making progress Definitely build on that. You don't, you know, so if something's working for you, go for it. And don't worry about the loose skin at all. Right. No. Yeah. I'll tell you what, loose skin is uh, a problem for uh, people who lose weight too drastically. Yeah. And And if you're just fucking lifting and doing your thing and, you know, dropping a little bit of carbs, you're, you're not, you're going to, it's going to work out. And there've been people that have been tubby that have gotten lean and it's all, it's all sorted itself out and looks great. And I've, I've even heard, and this is bro science, but I've heard that fasting helps with, with loose skin Yes, as far as, you know, not having as much, but again, bro science, I, you know, (laughs) my bro science prescription, we have some doctors that will email sometimes they're just like, Oh my God, what what are you telling people? Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Me and my brothers always talk about like my, my idea of when I need to get through a cutting cycle, what it really is, is I just make my shoulders and traps bigger. So my waist (laughs) looks smaller. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And it's like, that's enough sometimes. Forced perspective. It's like, I don't know. I guess he's not fat. His shoulders are wider than his gut even though he's a 42 inch waist (laughs) yeah just don't turn sideways yeah you you got it all right let's do another one or two here yeah i'm into i love you love questions and stuff right well i love talking about fitness and i don't get the opportunity because no one ever looks at me and goes like hey i should ask you about fitness yeah i've seen you it's something that i have like You've got a decades up. of reading magazines about and then turning like studying under all different people over the years. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm always impressed uh, when we have discussions about it, you tend to know more than I do. This is from uh, Louisa. Okay, dear dumbbells, this is a uh, salads versus salads slash olive oil. Dear dumbbells, uh, maybe she's a fan of Popeye's girlfriend <laughs> and thinks that Popeye should make some more spinach salads for some. I don't know, I'm just guessing. Who knows? I don't know. It's Read a, the question, please. All right. <laughs> Uh, I have struggled with my weight and I am trying to make some really tough decisions and improve my diet and increase exercises. 
increase exercise. My boyfriend and I recently discovered your podcast, and we are using it as motivation. Good. Uh, recently for lunch, I started making the best salads. I usually add a combination of arugula, mixed lettuce slash greens, and spinach as a base. Great. I cut up two or three raw Brussels sprouts and throw them in there for texture. Then add a little bit of feta cheese. It says one... Oh, I thought it said one pound. It says one tablespoon. I was like, whoa, that's <laughs> fucking... Um, I'd up that to a pound and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Take that up to a pound and a half. If I have it on hand, or... It, a pa- like a tablespoon of feta cheese if she has it on hand, half an avocado, cucumbers, tomatoes, and a handful of some kind of berries, blueberries or raspberries. Sometimes if I have it, I will add walnuts or sunflower seeds. And if we make chicken or fish the night before, we'll add that. For my dressing, I've been using lemon juice, red wine vinegar, and about one and a half or two tablespoons of olive oil. The thing is, Google just told me that one tablespoon of olive oil has 119 calories. That's almost half the calories of the actual salad. Should I keep using it or should I switch to something else? Keep up the great work and thanks, Louisa. Okay, this is a tough question, Louisa. And this is why, for me personally, I avoid the calories. That's like, you know what I mean? I don't like to think about calories. Yeah, look at the calories. I don't look at the calories yeah. because if I'm eating clean. You eat calories, but you don't look at them. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think olive oil scares a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But calories aren't a bad thing, like, they are literally fuel. They yeah. are fire. Like, but yes, a, a calorie overage is bad for fat stores, or it could be for muscle stores if you're exercising right. correctly. But I think for a lot of people, all of that scares them off. But it's a power packed 120 calories. Yeah, it's worth it. It's 100. You you can get 120 calories from eating, you know, half a bag of Skittles. Right. Or you can get it from a tablespoon of olive oil, which is chock full of uh, you know omegas and all that shit. Right, right. Well, yeah. So you you're looking at a uh, you're looking at a uh, uh, a medium chain unsaturated fat, and olive oil is straight up good for you. And you do need fat in your diet. Now, what you describe to us is you know very lean, healthy diet that's that is light on fat. You say if you have them, you'll add avocado and nuts yeah. to the salad, but you're not. And then you you tend to like it looks like you have like lean grilled protein, some salmon. You get some good fats from salmon, but straight up like your body needs that fat. And what can happen it too is if you don't get the amount of fat that you need, you're not your body. You know, it, it, it like will cannibalize you know, your cellular health and all that yeah. kind of shit. You lose like mitochondria health and all that. But also you, uh, you're not satiated properly. I just so want to say the filling you get from a fat, right. even olive oil. So it, then you it, tend to fall off that diet because you're not, you're not filling yourself up enough. Yeah. And so I think, you know, taking this good fat in, not worrying about the calories will ultimately help you sustain this diet for longer. If you're eating a salad that has n- no bread on it, no fried anything. If it's lean, if it's lean meat on top of greens and some other vegetables, minimal fruit, then the calorie count to me doesn't matter. Throw some olive oil on top of that. You're eating a great lunch. That's a that's a perfect lunch. Yeah, and it's already low calories. So right, yeah. I mean, you know, you you need a certain amount of calories to get through the day and yeah. to support your exercise, which you we've been motivating you to do because you are listening to us. I remember the email. Um, <laughs> I read it all yeah, out loud I, previously I just now. Maybe you can scroll back and hear <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, if you don't believe me, just hit the uh, button that says fifteen seconds back. <laughs> uh, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be scared of that olive oil, but I know it does bump you. Like I remember when I like 
like I would eat like tons of like peanut butter or like almond butter. And then like, I finally like looked at the calories and I was like two tablespoons. I have like 50 tablespoons of sitting. Like what is that? 4,000 calories. (laughs) It's a little like fucking alarming, but I, I think that the, the calories that you're taking in from that are fucking good for you. Right. And, uh, and as you know, so then look at it. So if you're eating really healthy, you've got your macronutrients represented appropriately. Um, but you're still stuck at a certain body weight or you're not getting the goals you want, then you can kind of like decide where you want to pull back yeah, go on Go down calories. to half a tablespoon. Half a tablespoon. You can do like the fork trick where you dip yourself, you know, you dip the fork in the dressing that you make yeah. and then, you know, that'll cut back on some of it. You can just go lemon juice. But I think, I, I truly think that you'll be okay with yeah. the two. I t- use like a tablespoon or two of olive oil. My, I, I don't mind salad without dressing if I have uh, good savory. If you got something, yeah, yeah. So like a little, a little chopped bacon goes a long way. Yeah, you know, for me on a salad, I, then I don't need to add anything. I'll throw some like some chopped bacon, some craisins, and a little bit of some sort of crumbled cheese. Uh, just a little bit of each one of those things, and that counts as my dressing. Yeah, yeah. all c words. Yeah. Oh, I know. Chopped bacon, craisins, yeah, well, and crumbled. When cheese. you're married to one, you love the c words. <laughs> <laughs> You said all C words, and I just could not. I because I don't say the C. I wanted to just say the C word there. I'm Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> George Clinton. George Clinton. <laughs> the, the famous C, C word. The C funk era. Uh, that's funny. Um, I I eat fucking a lot of olive oil. Like I probably I, I way more than two tablespoons. Oh, a day my, for sure. Yeah, yeah. My, I like douse it on my salads (laughs) and i i I cook in it a lot yeah yeah um oh this is a big one should we do one more yeah let's do it um do we need to get the super super sets no we'll just do these all right that's fine then um well let's do one more okay okay this is from john d it's a longer question Hey, y'all. Thanks for the pod. It's a consistent source of ideas and inspiration on how I ought to be living and lots of guffaws. What more could a podcast do? Well done. That's it. Uh, no. <laughs> in preparation for moving to the Caribbean in a few months, I'm thinking how I can seize on this major life change to set myself up for a healthier lifestyle. I give it my best now, but I'm 37, I'm super busy, and I'm more than a little lazy. I've been skinny my whole life, but I've got a wicked spare tire going on these days, and I'm prone to eating or drinking less than healthy. My wife and I sold our house a couple of days ago and moved into a sublet in a new apartment complex that has a little workout room, and I'd love your help for maximizing my routine. Since I'll be living on slash near the beach, I'd love to ditch the spare tire and get a little ripped, but I'm more focused on getting mad healthy. I'm basically, uh, it's basically a hotel setup with dumbbells, one of those strap systems, a rowing machine, a spin bike, a treadmill, elliptical, body weight uh, type station for pull-ups, dips, etc., and one of those resistance type things uh, that seems like it does too much, and I'm pretty sure will lead, uh, lead me to looking foolish because I don't know how to use it right. Today, I did some rowing machine for a warm-up. Then I did a little dumbbell routine. Men's Fitness says it will give me some monster muscle. It recommends three days per week, but I'd rather be outside anyway, so I'm planning on riding my bike or running the days in between. What do y'all think? Would I be better off using the resistance thing or some combo? I know diet's going to be key, but my wife is on that, uh, my, but my wife is on that, and I think I will have a better idea on what to do there. Thanks again. Y'all are the best. John. 
All right. Very, very folksy email, John. Yeah. A lot of lils and, and y'alls. y'alls. Um, I like it. And like, kind of like a lot of mysterious stuff happening. You just sold your house. You're moving to the Caribbean. I know. And he's like, like, yeah, that's a witness protection program. Yeah. Email if I ever what's, said, what's how do on? I become less recognizable? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. I want to get I, in shape. Hey, y'all. Yeah. I want to get in shape. How do yeah. you talk in a fake Southern accent when I live in the Bahamas? So that my fuck, the guy I narked out in court of law doesn't find me. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get pinned you know, to the DeMarco killing. Uh, uh, something he has in there that is something I'm guilty of that uh, I want to kind of... I don't mean any... I'm only just saying this because I'm the same way, John. The Reading it in there, that sentence that's like, and I'm thinking about doing runs on the days off, and it's like, uh, that's me. I'm like, oh, and I'm thinking in between, and it's like, have you done it yet? <laughs> have you done it yet? Yeah. Because it's you can you can sort of scratch the itch of yeah, it's, achieving it's it by talking. It, about it happened, it. yeah. Yeah. Want to do runs? Maybe, maybe not. Day yeah. In between. Well, yeah. I can't run every day. You know, I might be too sore from yeah. the workout. Okay. That all these hypotheticals that I'm yeah. Setting let me up. just get the lifts going, and yeah. then the runs will yeah. happen. I say it all sounds like a good plan. And if you're going to be on the beach, I would say you, you uh, I would run and swim every day. <laughs> Fuck, like throw dumbbells in a couple of days a week, but I would run and swim every day. I'm 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 trying to read this. So, do we know what his setup is going to be in the Caribbean or is he just talking about what he his has His current now? state with the hotel gym. I don't know. So, I think it's I think it's that right now he has this kind of hotel gym, yeah. which so it sounds like it's got um Body weight type station for pull-ups and dips. Yeah. yeah. So like a rack there for that. He's got assorted cardio, like all the and normal dumbbells. shit. Yeah. He's got dumbbells and maybe like a TRX. That's what sound like the, the, the straps. Yeah. The straps, the TRX or like some sort of weird uh, total gym or something. Oh, it, there's a total gym thing too. Um, it says a resistance type thing that seems like it's too much. Yeah, that's like a total gym or a Yeah. But he flex. said like straps, I yeah. think with one of those strap systems. Yeah. Yeah. That's so TRX, like getting like learning that could be cool because you could take that with you to the Caribbean. Yeah. So you basically want to start something now that you can, you know, improve your physique that you can also carry over right. to the Caribbean uh, with you. And I think John's right. Like get the running going now because no matter what you have, you know, you could have like a hut there and you'd be able to run. Yeah. So, I would say get into that. Take advantage of not everyone gets to live in the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, maybe it's a, a bad circumstance and I'm sorry that that's why you're there. You know, maybe it's like, <laughs> I got to go take care of my like dying. I love, I love how fucking careful we have to be on these shows. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, uh, I mean, you're writing in. So I feel like you're opening us to ta- opening it up for yeah, us to talk no, about. John's you. cool. But I, yeah, but I would say, Get into running and swimming outside. There's like nothing better for you than the outdoors time in nature on the beach. Yeah, in and, the ocean. And yeah. if you you know that to to be able to enjoy those kinds of exercise, you have to have a baseline level of fitness for it. Right, running you know, and swimming on the beach is not fun if you suck at it. No, <laughs> so but that's something you could start here. So you could fucking right. do the grunt work here, so that you're in shape, so that you can peel off you know, 45 or an hour long run, yeah. you know, be able to swim a couple of meters, yeah. you know, what, it, what it, I don't know, whatever it is, you right, know, whatever right. it is for swimming. You want to definitely go more than a couple meters. That's like six <laughs> or seven feet, but yeah. <laughs> I meant way more than that. I meant like Obviously. A, yeah. It's like I meant 12 like a, meters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would that be? Get three strokes. <laughs> um, uh, I meant to save kilometers. Okay. Um, but you're right. Like get, get in the mode now. And I don't think, I think dumbbells are a great thing 
for like if he's got a little dumbbells complex from a magazine yeah i'm assuming it's full body and has some goblet squats and some rdls and some lunges yeah if it's full body because my big fear is like often i'll find a friend being like yeah so i'm doing i'm doing a lot of dumbbell stuff and i'm like oh like what and then you find out it's like just curls more or less and it's like people don't know it right people are like well yeah my arms are getting fit what else do you do with dumbbells and it's like you can get a full compound uh complex out of dumbbells okay so he linked it um, I'll tell you what we got in here. And it, it, it looks like you're right. So floor one, exercise one is a floor press. Exercise two is a bent over dumbbell row. Exercise three is a weighted sit up. Exercise four is a renegade row. Okay. Do you know what that is? A renegade row is a uh, like dumbbell row, but one leg is up in the air. Kind of. It's like the, the way they show it here is it, he's in like a, like a plank or push-up position on dumbbells and then he's rowing the dumbbells oh, it's up like, to his side it's part of a man maker exactly did you do man makers you know those yeah yeah yeah, yeah. brutal um and probably something like a lot of different names for it right. and then it does have the goblet squat it's got a one arm overhead press and it has a single leg romanian deadlift oh, I like the asymmetrical stuff that this has too. yeah and it's got a double arm uh a double one arm swing Oh, cool! So like a kettlebell move on a dumbbell. kettlebell move with the dumbbell. This is cool, man. That's, this is. I think. I think he's. Uh, he's right. If if he gets good at that, that's something. I mean, I'm sure it costs a shit ton of money to ship dumbbells to the Caribbean. Well, but yeah, they you know they two have, dumbbells can is a game changer. Yeah, they have those dumbbells that you can get through. Um, I feel dumb. Like we just keep saying the name of the fucking podcast a lot. Like it feels. Oh yeah, weird. yeah. It know. feels. Stu- it feels like hacky. <laughs> yeah. Like we're, yeah. like this is on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um. But you can get those uh, promo code dumbbells. <laughs> <laughs> those like um, you know, like I feel like Nordic or like Bowflex did one. They make like the clicky ones, the like, stackable five dumbbells. To 50. Yeah, yeah, five to fifty. You could get those like shipped out to you there. Yeah, and then you're covered. Or if they, you know, hopefully you have like some kind of gym access there. But if right. you don't, you know, you got your running, you got your swimming that you've established here on this in the states, and then you can get like a uh, like a whole dumbbell arrangement like sent out to you, and they're all you put them right under your bed for convenience. Right. Yeah, and you just. Yeah, I think I think that's the move. Yeah, John, that's the move for what this guy wants. I think. Yeah, and I so I I, I, I everything that you said and uh, and I like what John said about uh, getting a running program and a swimming program going yeah. now. And I I would add in case uh, on a day when you're doing just dumbbells and not running, it's, if you're doing it in that little gym you explained, I would throw uh, ten minutes of uh, elliptical bike or treadmill before and after just for a total, like get the sweat going, keep yeah. it going and just finish hard. Yeah. Get rid of that spare tire you got. Um, yeah. and you know, for like, uh, like we, we, we touched on this a little bit in one of the questions from before, but for a skinny fat person, your words, John, uh, my words, I called him that <laughs> you skinny fat Caribbean <laughs> fuck. Get out of here. <laughs> Come on, John boy. Y'all lil. Lil. Fat people hate the phrase skinny fat, by the way, just as a heads up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, a brutal it, reminder. It's like, yeah, okay, well, yeah. airplane seatbelts yeah, fit you. Wow, what a, what a heavy burden for you to live with. Uh, so I'm fat skinny. <laughs> uh, putting on muscle mass will help you rip into that adipose tissue. And it's so, really the only way you could do it. Yeah. You can't diet yourself out of that. If, if you need muscle to burn into like whatever small amount of fat that right. you have that's yeah. bothering you. So this dumbbell program would be crucial for you. Also, bigger arms, shoulder, chest, and back will make your spare tire look smaller. For skinny fat, for skinny fat people, 
it's, it's as much removing the fat part of skinny fat part, or you can remove the skinny part. Yeah, yeah and have improve like your a little spare tire on a on someone with broad shoulders and yeah. some uh, traps and some biceps and tries. It doesn't look as bad. Yeah, get those LeBron shoulders, bro. Bro, follow my delt routine. It's on delts.net. Dude, I sent it to LeBron. That's why he's got them shoulders, dude. And that yeah. forehead. But I, I'm glad to hear that the dumbbell program is like inclusive bot, uh, tops and bottoms, <laughs> arms and legs. Yeah. Uh, whatever you, wherever, whoever you are in the relationship, you can do this dumbbell program. <laughs> uh, do you guys do renegade rows or power bottom rows? <laughs> uh, good. That feels good. You, you want to answer one more or you think we're good? Let's answer one more. Fuck it. Let's do it. All right. We're five hours in. We're five hours in. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. There's plenty of questions here. This is the longest I've had a male friend in my house in a long time. <laughs> John and I did another podcast today. Yeah, which you'll hear someday if you have the money, you motherfucker. <laughs> and the intestinal fortitude. Um, okay. This is from Jennifer. Hi. My husband and I do Barry's boot camp regularly. He goes basically every day, and I go on average three to four times a week. We have very different builds. He's tall and thin and is trying to put on muscle and bulk up. I'm short and curvy and consider myself fairly strong. We're the opposite in Barry's in that he dominates on the treadmill, and my forte is the floor slash weights part of the class. He hasn't been seeing the results he wants in terms of muscle gain and tone from berries, and I haven't been seeing the weight loss results I'm aiming for. I think a huge factor is diet. We are vegetarian, and I don't think my husband eats enough protein or takes enough rest days for that matter to gain the kind of muscle and definition he wants, and I think I just need to eat better to see, the more, to see more weight loss. But is there also a better or different workout we could go to together that would accelerate both of our different goals more? We're both really busy, and we like to exercise together because it's the only real time we get together during the week. We've been thinking of doing some CrossFit. I've done it before, but he hasn't, but I think he'd like it. Or do we just need to improve our diets? Thank you, Jennifer. Oh, that's uh, complicated. Because on the first sentence, I would say, uh, you keep doing berries, eat a little cleaner, him start lifting compound movements. (laughs) Yeah, Because if you want to put on actual... I, hey, Barry's Bootcamp, that shit is good. That works for body comp transformation. But if you really want to put on muscle, you're not going to do it doing no. push-ups. And I mean, yes, every dad will tell you about Herschel Walker never lifted a weight. <laughs> but like, if you want to put on muscle mass, you need to uh, spend time under tension. You need to. You need weight. You need weight. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, as far as that kind of being the perfect fit for getting you two kiddos together during the week. That's tricky. I, you know, you could. I think you're right in Gen- Jennifer, and that, and maybe you don't. You don't want to face this. I think there's going to be a diet's going to be a huge component for both you guys, right? And so vegetarian is fine. Uh, it just takes a lot more planning, right? Um, and a lot more, you know, consideration. And there's, you know, it's less convenient. So it's yeah, less I, convenient for you to eat as clean as you want, and less convenient for him to get as much protein as he might need. Yeah, I have a hard time with because I understand a lot of people are vegetarian. And I have no fault them for that, but I have a hard time giving advice in that world because, like, for me, protein equals meat. You know what I mean? And for, right. And like beans to me carry too many carbs along with the protein to you know like yeah. It's hard not to a, find that not like, exactly a magical fruit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they. The more you eat, the more you toot. But that's about it. Um, but it is one of those things. Do where, you 
do you feel better? I mean, I guess if you've got a lot of toots on deck and you're getting them out, you feel better. Yeah. The more you toot, the better you feel. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like just like as like a like an overall you know blanket statement, I don't like to be tooting a lot. Yeah. No. I, I no one else wants me to be doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan, and nobody else wants that shit. <laughs> I bet uh, there's some fart fans out there <laughs> oh yeah dude uh, hit us up fart fans <laughs> do it all you want just eugene response <laughs> love them boys <laughs> great app <laughs> um yeah and to so you're asking a lot so for us to thread this needle of what you need you need something that will help you lose some body fat help your hubbo gain some muscle mass while maintaining uh vegetarianism while doing it together so you're I'm already of, co- i'm thinking of three letters human growth hormone yeah. hgh <laughs> i'm thinking of three letters i'm gonna say a no, word though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking of three letters don't know what they are at this moment but human growth hormone uh i couldn't i couldn't pull the letters i had to fucking I say what they were <laughs> uh because it's uh you have two different goals so having the same workout the program same workout. is not necessarily the best but Weights and cardio work for everybody, you know, like however you combine them, you know, but if you want to put on muscle mass, he needs to be eating more calories as get as much vegetarian protein as you can. I guess pea protein is like supplements. Yeah. Pea protein. You got to look at like how your amino acids are being represented and then maybe do some research on the most bioavailable, you know, non-animal protein. Right. I mean, you know, bioavailability for protein is like how readily your body's able to absorb it. Yeah. Cause the you can most, eat like 60 grams of some protein that your body can't use. Right. And it's like, yeah. The most bioavailable is human flesh. It's the closest to what we have, but you know, in absence of not uh, being a cannibal, oh, man. let's do that. Yeah, you, uh, you know, the, the animal protein, and then you know, I mean, you can get it from other places. You just have to be systematic about it, and then you need to find out, you know, for you, like, you know, what in the carbohydrate world is setting you off, right? And so that you got to audit your diet, which everybody hates to do. Um, so write down what you're eating, make some adjustments, yeah. and then uh, it's potato heavy, yeah, like starches, you pasta, know, you know, like. Yeah, so if you're, you know, if you're going for convenience and you're doing things that are, you know, real carby and starchy because they're easy and filling. Cuz cuz grilled cheese and french fries is vegetarian. Yeah. So, right, and it's yeah. like you can't you can't build a body off of that. Yeah. yeah. But if you are, you know, if you are doing um you know, healthier protein sources that are are less carbohydrate specific and you're still are feeling like you have undesired weight or adipose tissue, look into like your overall calorie consumption. Right. Yeah. I can't I can't sit here and tell you to like reincorporate meat, but I am. No, I can't I can't do it. I mean, I can. I'm not a host of this show. <laughs> yeah. I would say especially for your husband if he wants to put or boyfriend what if uh the man in the story who wants to put on weight, uh you know, meat and weightlifting is going to do that. Uh, not but weightlifting, but lifting weights. CrossFit could be cool for you guys. I mean, you can make it, you know, a little bit more tailored, you know. I mean, you can definitely, um, you're, you know, you're getting the physical stuff. You're getting the calorie burning that you like. But for him, you know, it may open up some doors. Yeah, he might far- get to get under some weight yeah five rm deadlifts you know if yeah yeah as long as the gym's not all long metcon burners right which he would was, be good for what your goals are but it would be counterintuitive for what he uh the man wants yeah and if you um uh is barry's boot camp just in la no i think it's like a 
I know I know of it in LA, but yeah. I think it's like sort of one of those things it's that's like, like chain, franchised like a nation, out yeah, nationwide yeah. chain now. So you know we've had we've had um, you know cricket of Go Tribe Gym. So these gyms like that she has is it's more uh, it's it's small group um, with you know a trainer or two kind of like driving the workout, but it's a little bit more specific to the individuals. So if you don't have access to Go Tribe because you don't live in LA, I think there's other gyms like it. Yeah. that are popping up that are like not CrossFit affiliates. They're not. But CrossFit. they are small group training with a focus on. Uh, functional fitness, compound right. movements. GPP. But some of them are taking the step further of like, well, what are your goals? And so like, okay, well, we'll just structure your workout to have a little bit more resistance training yeah. and yours to have a little bit more of like a cardio burn in it. Right. So you could kind of research around and see if there's a place like that that's just a little bit more nuanced than what you know Barry's is giving you. Yeah. Or if you don't want to switch Barry's at all, here, here would be my Barry's hack. To, and I don't know exactly how it works, but if you... Didn't want to switch anything at all. Uh, 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 tell your husband to do slightly more weight, whatever it is, dumbbells or kettlebell, and slightly less reps. Yeah. And you do uh, keep going the same. Because that could be like, well, that's one small hack you can do for those like, if if you know, if it's supposed to do 10 each arm overhead press with 20 pound dumbbells, maybe you do six with each arm with 35 pound dumbbells. Oh yeah. To- and also this fucking, this, this Barry's boot camp enthusiast husband of yours is going six or seven days a fucking week. Oh yeah. You can't put- fucking, yeah. So just like, he can just do some more traditional hyper, like hyper, hyper. Hypertrophy. 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 Uh, Wait, you're you're onto something. She goes three or four days. Three a week. or four. Yeah. He, that's when he should do Barry's. That's when he. Yeah. And then two days a week, if he needs more workouts, he should go to just, a Globo and do like yeah, uh, just bang out some chest or some chest or press, deadlift, squat. Yeah, squat, push, press. Yeah, squat, uh, push, press. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, squat, push, pull, plus squat. Pu- pu- Oh, Jesus <laughs> push pull squat! Just smash your head, go out completely. I'm literally like, I can't even put a word together, and like, I smash my head into your John's wall. <laughs> I'm falling apart. We've been talking for five and a half hours now. At this point, <laughs> uh, I couldn't get hypertrophy out. I mean, it's yeah. all the wheels are off the but stanger that, bus. That could be the that could be the fix if inst- instead of his other three days when he would go to Barry's without you, if he took two of those days to go just do. Uh, Bench, squat, deadlift, push, uh, uh, overhead press, bench, right? You know, like some sort of yeah, variations so on that. Yeah, any like it, you name it, like any you know, like uh, what whatever. I mean, for him to get the most bang for his buck, it should be some overall body that yeah. you know puts him under some heavy weight so that he's able to build muscle. And then for you, you could just not eat on those days. Yeah, take <laughs> take those days completely off from food. And I would sneak a few slices of chicken breast on those days. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. And I think um, it's Jennifer, right? I think that gives you some options there. Yeah, Jennifer. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry if you are, you are asking us to thread quite the needle there, but we throw out some options. Hopefully, you can find some uh, variation. Yeah, I think on that's it, yeah. that's the trick. And you know, just you know, you can get leaned as a vegetarian. You just need to be very systematic about yeah. it. There are people that have done it that look. You know that that looked cut up. You know bodybuilders and all that. Yeah, kind of we shit. should say consistently hitting berries three days a week is a fucking good. Oh workout. yeah, dude, yeah, you're you're, good. you're crushing it. You're doing way more than a lot of people are. Just get your dial in your nutrition. And here's the thing: if if you're doing berries three days a week and you want to drop a few, uh, you feel like you're still holding on to a little fat. If you do four days a week and knock, you know. 
two potatoes out of your diet a week. Like that might Stuff be will the, happen. that might be the flip you need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now you're kind of you're you're a little bit stagnant. So like any small change you make in food is gonna show up. Yeah. Because that's what's that's what ultimately gotta give. But I like the fact that you're fucking crushing the the floor and the weights part of the class. Yeah, that's I like that you're showing up your weakling ass uh partner. <laughs> you're fucking <laughs> get on the floor, bitch. And you're yeah. just like fucking banging yeah. out power cleans. Look who's doing treadmill. <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah. Keep running, skinny boy. Yeah. Tall and thin. Uh, great. So, uh, you guys, thank you so much for those questions. If you have a question that you would like to ask us, you can reach us at uh, askthedumbbells at gmail.com. We also answer shorter questions. We're not going to do that today because John Boy and I are long-winded and we wanted yeah. to get into the weighing in <laughs> stuff. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter, at the dumbbells, on Instagram, at the dumbbells, and on the book. The dumbbells. Oh, we got shit. all. We got all the. How social do you say media. dumbbells in Russian? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So you guys, you can you can type, you can send something in where you're bragging, before and after pictures, showing off. We'll read it on air, all that kind of shit. Send pics of your workouts. We'd love to see those pics, or it didn't happen. I'll send you guys a a pics or a pic proof when I run the Vegas half. And I sh- I, I want to say. The thing that inspired me to do it was dumbbells. Oh, was it? Nice. Because the conversation you guys had with Wenger, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Because Wenger and Eugene talked about it, and it was like, oh, it's really fun. You run the strip at night, and it's closed. And I just was like, I looked up when it was, and it was in November, which gives me over six months to get ready yeah, for great. it. And I went, I'm in. I just, I, I, I want to fucking do it. Yeah, so if you want to do that uh, that half marathon, Gabriel will be You can I'll probably find him. Yeah. yeah. He'll have colorful clothes on and <laughs> yeah. sunglasses if I and have shit. A, yeah, if I have a shirt on. Yeah, just look the- for uh, the human version of Poochie running <laughs> yeah. the race. Yeah. Look for the 275-pound animated dog running down the- <laughs> in last place. <laughs> uh, John, is there anything that you want to promote? Plug. Uh, I'd like to plug uh, a podcast that I have. I have a number of podcasts, but one that's near and dear to my heart, and if- people listen to this then maybe they might like action boys uh <laughs> which is a patreon of me you and former guest ben rogers where we just talk about our favorite action movies from the uh 70s 80s and 90s um it's a blast it's, uh patreon.com slash action boys or action boys.biz and boys of course is with a z uh it's a fucking wild podcast guys it's insane and uh and it's uh, it's my most enjoyable thing that I'm doing right now in my life, which says more about my life than the podcast. <laughs> and I hope my wife didn't just hear me say that. <laughs> uh, she did for sure. Uh, great. So uh, w- we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. John, thanks for being our guest. Thanks for today. having me, Stanger. Yeah. Uh, on behalf of myself and Eugene over in Fiji, soaking up the sun, and our wonderful guest today, John Gabris, we would like to remind everybody out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and Live in between yeah baby brolic that was a headgum podcast